0: In today's episode of Comments Over Coffee, we're talking about the pros and cons of shooting video in 4K and if brands should run ads or not on their content. So grab your cup, tumbler, mug because we're starting right now. Welcome to Comments Over Coffee, where you'll learn how to get better at YouTube and online
1: video over a cup of coffee. Pour a cup for your host, Nick Nimmin.
0: If this is your first time listening, I do want to let you know that these comments are from my YouTube channel and they are from other online YouTube communities or they're from the submission form on the Comments Over Coffee website. So if you have a comment or a question about YouTube, about what it is that you are doing that you want answered, make sure that you submit it through the form on commentsovercoffee.com and as long as it's not something that I've answered before, then I will make a episode about it. Now, real quick, I do want to say that I am still in recovery from losing my voice, so you know, if I am a little bit toned down in this episode, you know, it's because I'm still in that recovery period, but I'm just a content junkie and I just love making content. (laughs) I love sharing information. So because of that, I'm going for it anyway. I was going to try making videos tonight as well, but I don't think that I'm actually going to get to that. I'm going to save that one for tomorrow, but I'm definitely going to go through and make a few podcast episodes. And that's another thing that I want to mention is, you know, sometimes when we are preparing for things, you know, we don't see Things that can blindside us sometimes, you know, like I I went to this conference, it was the Chiang Mai SEO conference, and um, I did a presentation there. And towards the end of my presentation, my voice started going out. Now, I need to say that when I woke up that day, I already had a sore throat and things like that. And I pushed it um, when I was on stage. And my voice ended up going out through that and through the ask me anything that I did um, a couple hours later, and then through the party that we had later that night that I just went to for a little bit because I had to leave because my voice went out. But basically, You know, I couldn't have seen that one coming, right? Because I think of things, because I drive around Thailand on my scooter, so I think of things like, you know, what if I get in an accident on my motorbike? I got to make sure I wear a helmet so I don't get scarred up, you know, on my face so I can still wear a shirt or something to cover that up. But, you know, in terms of like just losing my voice, that was something that just kind of hit me out of left field and I wasn't prepared for it. So because that, I missed a couple episodes here and luckily I have some videos queued up on YouTube so I wasn't affected there. But here, I definitely was, but we're back. So I'm happy to be back, happy to be making content. And um, again, just be patient with my voice because it's not like it normally is, but it's getting there. It's pretty close. So the very first question that we have today is from Brickadillo. We're actually going to call this episode the Brickadillo episode. And that's because uh, they submitted two really, really good questions through the comment form. And I want to make sure that I address both of them. So they are basically taking over this whole episode. This is the Brickadillo takeovers. We're going to call this. But the very first question is, I would like to ask, what is your opinion on 4K for YouTube? The new niche that I'm looking into is high quality, long form video, and it often uses 4K. They even include a 4K icon in the thumbnail. To edit 4K would mean that I would need to invest in a new computer, editing hardware to cope with the huge video files. But is it really worth it? Does it make the content more evergreen into the future? So my thoughts on that is absolutely without question, it makes your content more evergreen into the future. TV usage or TV viewership on YouTube is growing at a very fast pace. I would have some stats for this off the top of my head, but I can't remember. But yeah, TV viewership is growing very rapidly on YouTube. So in terms of future proofing without question. Now, with that said, most of the mobile viewer or most of the viewership on YouTube is on a mobile device. Um, It's over 70%. So because of that, you don't necessarily have to make the 4k content. However, if you want to embrace what is happening with more people watching TV on YouTube, and that's just gonna keep growing. If you wanna embrace that, then in that situation, then definitely you want to start uploading your videos in 4K. Personally, I shoot in 4K, but I don't upload my videos in 4K. But that is something that I'm actually mentally playing with as well, is to start uploading my videos in 4K also for that reason. Because, you know, it gives a better product for the viewer for however it is that they decide to watch it. So if they're watching it on a mobile, Of course, you can shoot pretty much anything on a mobile and it's going to look good on a mobile. But in terms of if they want to watch it on a 4K monitor on their computer, I want to make sure to give them a good experience. If they're going to watch it on a television, I also want to make sure that they have a good experience on a television as well. So if that part of things is important to you, then in that case, I would definitely consider it. Now, since this is a new project that you're getting into, one thing that I would consider before you do go out and you invest in all that is I would definitely make sure that what you're getting into is sustainable, make sure it's something that you're going to see through for a long period of time so that it makes sense to invest in that additional equipment and the additional cameras and the additional computer hardware that you're going to need in order to, you know, to process it all. So in terms of if I think that you should go 4k, you know what? Yeah, I, I really do. And again, that's something that I'm considering also just because, you know, that's the way things are going. And in order to give, the viewer, a better experience wherever it is they choose to consume the content, making your content in 4K is going to make it better for them. Now, in a lot of cases, people aren't even gonna notice. I know that if I watch my videos on my TV, and it's a pretty big TV, if I watch the videos on my TV, my videos that I shoot in 1080p, after they're processed, sharpened, color graded, all that stuff, they still look way better than tons of the 4K videos that are out there. However, if I did upload 4K, then most likely it'd end up looking even better. So because of that, you know, it's definitely something I want to do. Now, in terms of video performance, one thing to consider with the 4K is ultimately what YouTube is looking for is they're looking for high-performing videos, and that's basically videos that people respond to. So because of that, if you have a high-performing video, then YouTube's going to show that to people if it's 4K or not, right? If people are like clicking on it like crazy and they're watching it for a long period of time, they're engaging in it, they're sharing it, you know, out to their out to other social media outlets and things like that, YouTube's going to promote that video. If it's 4K or not, they're still going to promote it. Now, in terms of TV viewership, because YouTube does try to show or not try, YouTube does show content to viewers. They show specific content to a viewer at the specific time they think that viewer is the most likely to watch it. So because of that, if you did shoot in 4K and a viewer typically only clicks on like in your target market that you're trying to reach with this new project, if viewer typically only clicks on the videos that are in 4K and that's why people are putting that 4K on their thumbnails, then in that situation, if they're consuming that content more on their TVs, then in that case, you want to make sure that you are shooting in 4K so that you can be competitive, you know, with those other people right out of the gate if most of the consumption for that type of content, because I didn't get the specifics of the content that you're making. But if the typical viewer that's watching that content the most is on a TV, then you're basically going to lose that advantage or that ability to compete as much if they're typically clicking on only 4k videos when they're watching on their tv so just keep that in mind as well but absolutely makes the content more evergreen and because of that like i said it's something i'm actually going to be moving into as well but before we get into the next comment a quick word from our sponsor
1: Tubatools.com has professionally designed thumbnail templates graphics that remind your viewers to subscribe to your channel end screen graphics channel art motion transitions and more to help you level up your presence on youtube save 20 percent on your membership by going to tuba forward slash coffee or using the promo code coffee if you make a purchase from our store Get everything you need for your YouTube channel at tubatools.com.
0: Our second question is from Brickadillo also, because like I said, this is a Brickadillo takeover. And Brickadillo says, should a brand or company be monetizing their YouTube content? If the brand is using YouTube just to have a place on the world's most popular video website, are they right to think that if they don't monetize, YouTube won't place any adverts on that content? What controls do brands have if they're worried about adverts being shown with their content that clashes with their commercial partners or beliefs? even if they choose to be monetized or not. So, okay, let's work this backwards. So first off, if they're not monetized, then they're not gonna get ads put on there. And if that's the case, then they don't have to really worry about it, right? Because they're not allowing their content to be monetized. Now, if they are monetized because they do wanna get some of that ad revenue as well, one, they're gonna be creating a wall between that click and the customer's experience with the brand or exposure to the brand, But two, they're also going to open themselves up to competitors being able to advertise on their channel or on their specific videos. So this is a big deal when it comes to, you know, like if you are doing any type of like local SEO or anything like that where you're trying to, you know, pull people into your content in order to kind of help give yourself an advantage in the market, And then, you know, you're getting these great placements in Google you're hiring ad agencies, you're paying close attention to your, you know, analytics so you can make sure people are looking for local stuff and YouTube, they're finding you and they're finding you in Google and everything. What can happen is your competitors can actually come in and run ads on your videos. So it's really important to make sure that you are going into your AdSense and that you are actually blocking the ability for people to go in and run ads your competitors, your specific competitors, you can actually block their URLs to run ads on your specific videos. Now, if you're an affiliate marketer, just as a heads up, this is another thing. If you're driving a lot of traffic to something, you wanna make sure that um, if you're driving a lot of traffic directly to their website where they can track that it's coming from your YouTube videos, you also wanna make sure that you go and you block their URLs as well. Because one thing that can happen is if you're driving a lot of traffic to their landing pages and they're converting and they're like, wow, you know, a lot of sales are coming from this channel or these particular videos, then what they can do is they can actually go and start running ads on those particular videos that are driving the sales. And then what they do in that situation is they can actually create a little bit of a wall, so to speak, between you know the people coming in with purchase intent, like let's say it's a review video, they can create a wall between the person coming in with purchase in- intent to where they can show an ad to them on the way in and possibly grab their attention and send them over, which would basically cut you out of that deal completely. So keep in mind, that of course you're the person that's making the video because of that, you probably have a better connection with your audience. But if people are just finding you in search and just in random places and it's, it's not taking that recommendation from, you know, somebody that's into your stuff, then that advertisement might just grab their attention to where they don't need to hear your opinion on it. Right? So because of that, just keep in mind if you're promoting something and you're really successful at it, um, that you definitely want to go and you want to block the URLs to the things that you're promoting so that some of those companies can't run ads on your videos and, so that other people can't run ads on your videos as well. So, you know, one thing that you'll notice is if you do, you know, start ranking like, you know, review videos and things like that is people will come in and they'll run ads on your videos. So it's your job to, you know, go in and look and see what's going on in your on your videos from time to time, watch them, from, you know, signed out and things like that and see the type of ads that are showing up on your videos from time to time so that you can make sure that, you know, you don't have some other person, you know, running ads on your videos that shouldn't be. Because you don't want them taking that commission from you. Now, in terms of if a brand should be monetizing their content, I personally think that if you're trying to drive sales and awareness from your brand YouTube channel, that you shouldn't. Um, If you are trying to just get it out there for the sake of like, hey, we're going to be, you know, doing the whole YouTube thing. We're going to be showing what's going on behind the scenes at our company and things like that. But it's not something you're going to be going hard on. And it's not something you're really going to be using to bring like tons of exposure to what it is that you're doing. Then in that situation, you know, you could make a little bit of extra money from ads, but you have to weigh out is the little bit of extra money that we're going to be making from ads worth it compared to the possible customer relationship that we'd be able to build if we don't run ads and we don't create an interruption between people clicking and actually getting to our content. So keep in mind, just in case you don't know this, keep in mind that if you do have ads on your video, that does not mean that every single person coming in is going to get an ad. Um, YouTube actually has like an ad tolerance and they only show ads to people every so often. I think it's like seven minutes or something like that, unless they're like a back-to-back ad or all this crazy stuff that they're doing now. But I think it's like five to seven minutes to where basically, you know, you can watch a few videos and then you get hit with an ad and then watch another video and get hit with an ad depending on the length of the videos. And because of that, every single person that comes in, they're not getting hit with an ad. Okay. So with that in mind, you can say, okay, maybe we can, you know, afford to lose a few people here and there because we're getting a lot of views. And because of that, then we want the ad revenue plus we're getting all that exposure in addition to it. So you just kind of have to balance out, you know, what it is that you're doing, what it is that you're after when you are making those decisions. So those are my thoughts on how brands should use it in terms of if they should monetize or not. And also, you know, a little bit of tips there if you're an affiliate marketer or if you do, you know, something where you're doing local SEO and you're getting your videos ranked locally for the best bakery in town, and then you have some some one of the other bakeries in town coming and running an ads against your video, even though you already have those good spots, but you did all the work for it, right? So because of that, you know, just be mindful that people can do that, and that you can go in and block them. I actually have, um, I believe I have a video on my YouTube channel where I actually explain the step-by-step process of how to do that, so you can definitely head over there and uh, check that out. I would also love to know your thoughts about the show. So if you have a second, please go and leave a written review. Not only do I want to know your your thoughts with it, but if you leave a, a written review and you subscribe to the podcast, that also helps me out. It lets the different platforms know that people are, are digging the content enough to leave a review and enough to subscribe. So do um, you want to get more of these questions that you might not have even known that you had answered. Make sure that you subscribe and uh, definitely leave a written comment when you get the chance. I hope you learned something today. Thanks for having a coffee with me.
1: Get show notes, resources and more over at comments over or grab yourself a refill and listen to another episode.